Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to another day and another show. Here we are on Wednesday, September uh, 27th, 2023. Coming up this hour, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, and random facts. Next hour, caught doing good, a teacher teaches her students to learn to count to a Morgan Wallen song. Stranger Than Fiction features a drug dealer calling the cops from because of someone stealing from him, and, well, the joke was on him. And we'll be talking law with Greg Thurman in studio next hour, and in the uh, 8 o'clock hour, is Taylor Swift going to help in changing the name of the Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> we'll get to all that more on the show today. Brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for Wednesday, September 27th, 2023. Singer Avril Lavigne is 39 today. Lil Wayne, rapper, is 41, I think. Didn't Deion Sanders bring him out on the uh, field a couple weeks ago for a, a game? Yeah. Anna Camp from the Pitch Perfect movies played Aubrey Posen. She's 41 today. The singer from the rock band Three Doors Down, Brad Arnold, is 45. Actress Gwyneth Paltrow is 51. Mark Cauldron from Color Me Bad is 53. Tamara Taylor from the show Bones. She plays forensics Dr. Camille Saroygan. She is 53 today. Stephen Jenkins, the lead singer of Third Eye Blind, is 59. Mark Marin, who plays Sam Sylvia in Glow, is 60 today. Sean Cassidy, former teen heartthrob turned TV producer, is 65. And Dennis Lawson, who played rogue leader Wedge Antilles in the original Star Wars trilogy, is 76 today. And I believe Randy Bachman's still around. He's 80 today from the Guess Who and Bachman Turner Overdrive or BTO. You ain't seen nothing yet. Let's see. What else? It's a National Chocolate Milk Day today. It's also National No Excuses Day. So if you don't get your chocolate milk... No excuses. On this date, 1964, the Warren Commission report was released to the public three days after it was presented to President Lyndon Johnson, concluding there was no conspiracy in the JFK assassination and that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. Do you believe that? I do not. But that's for another day, another story. In 1975, John Denver's hit, I'm Sorry, reached number one on the singles chart. Yeah, 1975. 
the theme from Jaws. Na 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 na. Peaked at number 32 on the pop singles chart from John Williams. That happened on this date, 1975. Metallica bassist Cliff Burton died in a bus accident on this date in 1986 at the age of 84. In 1996, the Taliban captured the capital city of Kabul after three days of fighting and drove the president of Afghanistan into exile. Okay. Mark McGuire became the first baseball player to ever hit 70 home runs in a single season on this date in 1998. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. Good morning to you. It is that time of morning for your... Random facts. When Electronic Arts went public, they told John Madden, it's a video game company, yeah, they told John Madden he could have as much stock as he wanted for helping them with the Madden game. He asked what they meant by have, and they said he could buy shares at the opening price. He said no, but then later admitted that was the dumbest thing I ever did in my life. Within 10 years, the first 10 years, the price was up almost 900%. From the original IPO. How about that? Unlike Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford doesn't have a fear of snakes. He was in the Boy Scouts and even worked as a camp counselor where he helped kids get their reptile study merit badge. Well, look, I was in Boy Scouts, uh, Boy Scouts too, but uh, snakes are a no-go. Are a no-go, for sure. There's a word for the knot in a noose or lasso. It's called a Honda. <laughs> Yeah, the word for the knot in a noose or lasso is a Honda. Tie that Honda tight now! I don't know what that means. The state of Delaware is named after the Delaware River, not vice versa. The Delaware River got its name from a line of English barons, the Delawars. Delawars. <laughs> it just sounds snooty, doesn't it? And your final random fact, under federal law, the U.S. denies a visa to anyone who's a polygamist. Okay, now you know. The one ra- the one way you can't get in, I guess. That's uh, that's it. Those are your random facts. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy, happy Wednesday. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law. Coming up on Saturday, we're hitting the streets. Carroll County Broadcasting Road Crew will be at Danny's Tire and Full Service celebrating 10 years in business in Berryville. That's going to be happening from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Come on out and... Celebrate with the gang at Danny's Tire and Full Service for dedicating a decade of pumping gas and fixing rigs all over Carroll County. So it's going to be a big time, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. You know, our local businesses are the backbone of our community, and it's important that we support one another. Every local business out there represents a family, and every person that works there represents, obviously, another family. So it really is a family tradition type thing here as we're all part of the same community and our businesses are so important to creating jobs driving sales tax revenue which helps our community it's all a circle that works together so get on out and join us this saturday 11 to 1 danny's tire and full service in berryville with carroll county broadcasting Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Well, this is this is very creative and pretty funny. Uh, when I first saw the headline, I thought, uh, what? A teacher is helping her students learn to count by nines, and she's using it. She's doing it by using Morgan Wallen's song, Last Night. So I thought, 
Uh, some young kids singing that song. I don't, I don't know quite about that, but it is basically the same tune, but yet their own version to learn how to count by nines. There you go. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Is that that song going to be in your head the rest of the day? Uh, Basically learning to count by nines with the Morgan Wallen song, Last Night. That is caught doing good. If you've got a good story out there, let us tell it for you at show at ikewingate.com. Email it to show at ikewingate.com. Good morning to you. We'll be talking law with Greg Thurman in studio in just a few minutes. But right now, it's time for... Stranger Than Fiction. Well, this particular guy needs to work on weighing the pros and cons before acting on something. A drug dealer near Tampa Bay, Florida, got arrested last week after calling the cops to report that one of his drug customers stole $10. His name, the smart guy, is named Eric Thomas. He's 33. Yeah, certainly old enough to know better. Uh, When cops got there, he walked up to them holding 11 small bags of pot, which is still illegal in Florida, Only medical marijuana is allowed there. According to the arrest report, he freely admitted that he was selling weed, said someone ran off with 10 bucks, and they arrested him right there on the spot. They searched his wallet, found two small bags of cocaine, and now he's facing charges for that too. But somehow this isn't even the dumbest thing he's done recently. Just last month, he had to appear in court to separate charges and got arrested when he brought drugs into the courthouse. My, my, my. He was emptying out his pockets to go through a metal detector at the front of the courthouse and pulled out seven Ziploc bags of weed. Wow. This guy is not getting any awards for his intelligence anytime soon. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. All right, good morning to you. We are back in studio with Greg Thurman of Thurman and Flanagan. We are talking law, and we uh, set it up last week where we're going to be meeting different members of the staff at Thurman and Flanagan. Greg, good morning to you, and who are we meeting today? We're going to meet Trish Harp. Uh, she is the longest-running member of, of our firm as far as the, the staff goes. She started in 2008. She started as a legal assistant, and she served in that capacity for well over a decade. You know, my mother was a, a bookkeeper at heart and helped my father in all of his businesses. And as her health declined, I knew that I was going to need somebody to kind of take over kind of that area of the firm, kind of you know, the, the back back office duties. And Trish was willing to, to step up and do that as well as kind of be the person that she knew every area of the law that the lawyers practiced in. She was the person that kind of made the most sense to be the face of our firm. So we put her up front where the receptionist said, so she's going to be the first person you see when you walk in. If she can get to the phone first, she's going to be the first person to answer the telephone. But she also is the person that knows each lawyer's area of practice. She knows the staff member uh, that can handle the phone call if the lawyer is unavailable or the area of law that needs to be addressed. She's going to know who to send that to because she is the most experienced experienced at our office. She is a longtime Carroll County native. I've known her. She was a couple years ahead of me in high school and she knows, you know, 
pretty much everybody and anybody in, in Carroll County and beyond. And she's been very good in adapting to different roles throughout the years. And she was a natural person to kind of promote that office manager role where my mother had served that part-time before her health declined. And so, you know, she's married to Billy Harp and they live in Berryville and she's been active in the passion play. She's somebody that will relate to our listeners and our clients. She's very good at taking the information and not giving more information over the phone than needs to be given and directing that potential client to the other legal assistant that may need to talk to them or to the attorney. And then, of course, she does the, the back office stuff that, you know, has to be done because we're a law firm. It's also a business. And so she's a big help on that end as well. It's really hard to put an accurate value on a friendly face, but also a traffic director essentially keeping things moving. I, that is exactly right. She wears many hats at my firm. And that's because she is very good at understanding everybody's role at the firm and knowing where to get our potential clients, knows how to get them to the right other staff member or other attorney. Or if she knows, hey, this is an area that this firm does not do, she knows kind of some of our referral sources that I spoke about you know, initially. We try to, we can't help you. We try to put you in the hands of somebody that we trust. And she knows those people, knows those other attorneys and those areas of the law that we may not handle. So she can direct a potential client in an area of the law that we don't handle to a trusted referral source. Ike, at the end of the day, you know, Trish is somebody that I'm pleased to have started with us. I guess now it's been 15 years and just very happy to have her, happy that she's been willing to to wear the different hats that she wears and, you know, kind of the the glue that keeps us all together. And uh, traffic director, I think you used, uh, but I'll just be honest, she she is somebody that kind of makes the trains run on time. And and I'm blessed that uh, she's a part of our Thurman Flanagan team. Well, she sounds like a fantastic part of the team. Thank you for introducing us to Trish Harp today on Talking Law. We'll meet another member of the Thurman and Flanagan staff next week. Greg, who is that going to be? Uh, my legal assistant and Megan Tweedy Armstrong's legal assistant is Stacy Sebi. Uh, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about Stacy next week, and I look forward to it. And thank you for having me, Mike. Fantastic. Same time next week right here. Morning, morning, morning. Good morning to you. Of course, uh, yesterday you remember us telling you that uh, tight end uh, – Travis Kelsey from the Kansas City Chiefs and Taylor Swift are dating, and she was at the game on Sunday inside the, you know, the luxury box with the Kelsey family, and of course now now Travis Kelsey has a lot more fans, I guess, because of uh, the Swifty, the Swifty Nation is uniting uh, until she breaks up with him or he breaks up with her, and then uh, they will unleash, you know what, on him. But uh, the Taylor Swift situation is now being called upon to change sports history. A Native American activist named Rhonda Del Valdo is hoping that Taylor might help her get the Chiefs to abandon some of their traditions, like the tomahawk chop, and maybe even the team name. We know that Taylor Swift is quite, you know, what do you, uh, for lack of a better term, woke, and uh, therefore she might aid in something like this. Is this going to be cause for division between Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? I mean, what would the fan base of the Kansas City Chiefs think if Taylor Swift began a campaign to change the name? What do you think? Let us know, Kansas City Chiefs fans. Text me, 870-505-1518. Good morning. Good morning. 
And a very pleasant good morning to you. Do you remember a couple weeks ago uh, we told you about that E. coli outbreak at the U of A? Well, they've uh, launched an investigation, the Arkansas Department of Health, into this E. coli outbreak. But here's the thing. They were not able to pinpoint the source. Yeah, the department confirmed it earlier this week. Surveys of sick individuals and testing of food samples failed to reveal what led to the infections. They surveyed more than 3,200 people, confirming that there were 37, I'm sorry, five confirmed, five confirmed cases and 37 probable causes. Four of the confirmed cases had been hospitalized, but have since been released. I mean, somebody, a couple of those people were really sick, almost died. Like, it was really, really serious. Uh, But no suspected cases were reported after August 25th. So, in other words... They investigated and they found nothing. <laughs> they found no significant source of the issue. This sounds this sounds like a congressional inquiry or something, doesn't it? Anyway, so uh, just why I wanted to let you know it's a really odd thing. A lot of people were wondering what, where did this thing come from? A lot of new students, and obviously it was a very troubling time for some people out there. But uh, thankfully they have all recovered. All right, good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Well, of course, the Razorbacks lost a heartbreaker against LSU and Baton Rouge on Saturday night. One of the things that happened after that game is head coach Sam Pittman deleted his Twitter account. Which is never a good sign. It's like, uh uh-oh, something's going on. He's been known to tweet out those, yes, sir, uh, videos. Pretty fun stuff, but he's deleted it. Which has led a lot of people to think, what's going on here? Is this guy having a hard time standing up to the pressure, the criticism, etc.? Well, recently uh, at a press conference, he actually answered the question on why he deleted his Twitter, uh, his Twitter, aka X account. Take a listen to this. I think everybody thinks it's okay to bash public figures, people. That'd be musicians, coaches, you know, whatever it may be. And I'll be honest with you, I just got sick of it, and so I decided to now. My friend over here has told me I need to bring it back. I think he's talking about Hunter. The only reason Hunter. I had it in the first place is he's, he's so mad at me right now. <laughs> that the only reason I had it in the first place is for recruiting. And I'm told it would do well for the university if I'd bring it back. I do not believe that you can hide behind a phone and address people as personally as what people do. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's right. And I don't think it's right for the kids. I mean, I, I'm a counselor last week for my punter, for my some old linemen, for this. And that's to me, that's not what it, what it is for a bunch of people that's hiding to talk about you. And if you want to ask me a question, but... Everybody knows I'm fat, and everybody knows I got a big chest and all that. To do that, who does that make feel better? Who does that make it's uh, not right? And I'm not – people say, well, you make a lot of money. It ain't got nothing to do with people bashing you personally now. And um, you you can talk about my coaching all you want and this, that, and other, but going attacking me – 
and guys on the team. It's not right. I'll never feel like it's right. And that 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 is with musicians. That is with any. You can't as a coach. You can't have a political affiliation. You can't have a religious affiliation. You can't do anything. Okay, but you can take it. Well, I got tired of taking it. I closed my Twitter account. So I th- it looks like I'm gonna fire it back up. <laughs> but but uh, um, that's how I feel about it. And all that's gonna do is get some more people bashing me. So go right ahead because I don't have Twitter. Wow. So what what do you think about that? Do you think that's a good move from Coach Sam Pittman to go ahead and spell it out? He's deleting his Twitter because he's tired of people hurling personal insults at him. I guess it does come with the territory. You don't have to necessarily look at the Twitter. You could have a Twitter account and use it to post. You don't necessarily have to read a bunch of stuff, but do you agree with them? I mean, people do tend to have a lot more courage behind a keyboard than they would in real life, and there are a lot of haters out there, a lot of trolls, but is this the right example for his student-athletes? I don't know. One thing you can bet, though, is now that he's telegraphed that it bothers him, those nasty people are going to be even nastier. What do you think? 870-505-1518. Send us a text. Let us know. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.